0: friends, welcome back to Sweat & Yoga, where we're all learning to love the skin we're in. I'm your host, health and fitness Blabbermouth, and athleisure enthusiast, Sanchana Sontenberg. Hi friends, just wanted to pop in to remind you that I do have a free 7-day workout guide. I will link it in the description box below, but that is actually a great way to get started and keep yourself consistent. So... To it. All right, so I'm actually filming this the day after last week's episode because I have so many questions I want to babble about, and I'm I'm just amped to do this thing to get back into chatting with you guys. So, like I mentioned in the previous podcast, you can always submit your questions in the Google form. I will leave that in the description. So, today we will be answering the question, how do I continue to keep the weight off after I've reached my goals but incorporate cheap meals? This was sent in by one of my email subscribers and I'm excited to get into it. But first, I want to start each podcast off with three things I'm currently loving. Honestly, because especially during COVID, I feel like I've been a lot of like, not as much gratitude as I would like. So, I would like... This reminds me to kind of take a moment and appreciate the things around me. And I also highly suggest at the end of the episode, or even pause the episode now, and you take a moment to do that too. Again, especially during quarantine, I feel like we all sort of need that reminder of things that are good around us and we're grateful for. So, three things. Number one, I just finished the book, The House on the Cerulean Sea. I don't know if I'm saying cerulean right, anyway. It was... I loved it. Um, It's about like this lovable 40-year-old man that works for the government um, and he works in like the care of the orphanages uh, that all of the magical creatures or magical children get sent to. It just sort of... um, There's a lot of talk. Excuse me. About the discrimination and... Um, people fighting up, uh, fighting, and people being scared of the things that they're unaware of or don't know about. And so it sort of was like a cool parallel to a lot of things that are going on right now. And it was just so heartwarming. So loved it. Would 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, number two, I am doing my official Pilates certification. Really quite exciting. Obviously, if you've taken my courses, I do incorporate a lot of what I would consider Pilates moves. Although, obviously, I don't title them that way because of not being Pilates certified. That will change. Also, I'm just sort of like a like a learning geek, I guess. If you're, anyway, um, I just really thoroughly enjoy taking in new knowledge and so this is while i know quite a few moves and quite a few things from pilates this is actually like super exciting and fun for me anyway and then the third thing is i found a cool human design instagram um, i'll leave it linked in the description but it's at Design. if you don't know your human design i mean again i'm sort of a learning junkie and i'm all for like personality tests and uh constellations and all of that And I'm just loving like the little tidbits of information that human design tends to give to me that I really resonate with. So I am, yeah, I'm loving that Insta. So that's that. Those are my three. Like I said, take a moment, pause, appreciate three things in your life or do it at the end of the episode, whatever. I just think it's like a good little mental health exercise let's get into today's topic. How to stay consistent after you've reached your goals, but incorporating cheat meals. Okay, have I got some things to say on this one? And I will definitely give you some tips and tricks, but um, just, little notes of programming that i gathered in that question already so how do you stay consistent after you reach your goals but incorporating cheat meals so first of all cheat meals Hmm. hello programming what's the cheat like why why is it a cheat meal i really 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 hate that um I like to call them fun or entertainment meals personally because while I'm all for sitting down and just like mowing down on a box of Oreos if that's what you feel your body wants, like you've actually taken the time, a minute of stillness and been like, is this what I really need? Or am I just bored or am I just anxious? Or you know, is there other emotions behind this? But if you like legitimately just feel like some Oreos, girl, do it. Like it is not a cheat meal. It, the difference is, is that I think we need to understand that there is, that it's not nourishing us and it is not giving our body what we need. So we are probably gonna continue to be hungry because our body's like, girl, listen, like I am glad you gave me some calories, but those calories did not hit a single micronutrient I need. And this is where I think the problem lies. I think the difference between sitting down and actually just enjoying, like really enjoying some Oreos or Skittles or whatever your choice of poison is. And again, <laughs> that's programming right there, poison. But anyway, whatever your choice is, there's nothing wrong with sitting down and eating it, but eating 1500 calories of Oreos and then being like, well, I cut, hit my calories for the day. And then your body being like, bitch, no, listen, um, is completely different than eating 1500 calories plus of like fruits and vegetables and proteins and healthy fats and all the things your body actually takes nutrition from. And yeah, I think we, we need to reframe that. I think that there is so many people that I talk to that are like, well, I hit my calorie goal or "I hit this this amount of macros and I hit and nothing wrong with tracking those but there's just a large difference your body still is still hungry at the end of that box of Oreos because not because you need to eat more Oreos and you need more calories but because your body's like trying to give you like a subtle little knock of what it actually needs so again purely for entertainment purposes sitting down and eating something that quote-unquote is bad Again, I I like to stay away from that, but entertaining is like highly palatable and you just enjoy it. Sit down and enjoy it, Um, but, you know, be mindful of why you're doing it rather than just sitting down and eating it mindlessly because it's in front of you or because you feel like you can't do it or because you feel like you feel anxious or you feel you're bored or you're You know, there's like a million different reasons why people do these things. But yeah, nothing wrong with enjoying it once in a while. Alright, so let's get into the tips and tricks of how to stay consistent. If you are one of my friends and family or one of my previous students, you will know that the number one thing that I tell legit everybody is that the power of habit and preparedness will outweigh any motivation or anything else that you can muster up in the moment. So here are my top ways to stay on top of all of that with you know, harnessing that habit and preparedness. So the number one thing that I swear by is something I call ingredient prepping. So having fresh fruits, vegetables, rice, um, rice and chicken or whatever cooked and pre-marinated and is just such a game changer. So the thing is that most of the time, personally, I know if sitting there and I'm looking at a bag of chips and I'm going oh my god I need to have that right now, it is most likely not about the chips. It is probably because of the fact that I have let my body dip to that low and now my body is just like ravaging and it just wants like anything that's in front of it and it wants the easiest path because it just wants sugar high to come back so that we can continue I can continue my day-to-day activities and even just like the thought of I get in the kitchen and measure out some rice and pull out the chicken and cook it and pull out some fish or whatever is just like so daunting and so tiring to my already taxed body that it ain't gonna happen I'm gonna eat those chips so by having things like Apples already washed, carrots already peeled, peppers already cut up, cucumbers already ready. Like, I can just go into the fridge, grab a few of those things, spike my sugar levels up, and then assemble a meal out of the ingredients I already have, and then I'm good to go. And then, after the fact, if I still want to sit down and eat that bag of chips, after I've my body, I go for it. And guess what, most of the time I have a couple, I'm good. But if I was to sit down before eating that stuff, I'd be ravaged. I don't think I used that word correctly. Oh well, whatever, moving on. So that was tip number one. Make sure you have things that are easily available, that are healthy, I mean, I. I go back to that I, now we even have some healthier snack options um, personal favorite is seaweed snacks I feel like those I can eat by bundles and they're fairly healthy um, so there's a lot of pre-packaged options already but again just even having like apples ready to go and grapes and carrots you know just just great for the body and just great for your like willpower is something that can be expended throughout the day, and you sort of replenish it as you sleep or as you meditate. And so, the less of it you can use up to do some of these things, the better. So, that was number one. Number two is to create the habit of a nutrient dense meal first thing, no matter what. So, personally, I love a smoothie and an egg yolk coffee that is full of proteins and fats that are. Healthy and good, they nourish my body and then I don't need to worry about what I'm gonna do in 20 minutes from now because I haven't eaten properly and now I'm looking at the box of chocolate that's sitting right next to me and I need to eat it. Having that in place before you can expend your willpower on anything else has a tendency to really start your day off right and then it, you don't hit that low as quickly and you can prepare yourself for the rest of the day. Number three, before eating a bunch of whatever you're planning on eating, again, Skittles, Oreos, chocolate, whatever your uh, choice of poison, feel like I need a better word than poison but anyway so whatever your choice there is before doing that go to your pre-prepped ingredients um like your carrots and your whatever else and grab a couple carrots grab an apple eat that first like get that out of the way first and then again like wait a few minutes if after the fact you still are really craving whatever that is just go for it yeah Next one is before you eat a bunch of chocolate chips, whatever, take the time I mentioned. A lot of the time, there is like a secondary reason behind us wanting to sit down and just like mow down on a bag of chips. Um, take a moment and just like set a five-minute timer and journal it out. Like, what are you feeling right this second? Um, Obviously emotional eating and all of that, there's like a much more complex um, scope to that. And I would highly suggest you seek out someone that's really good at um, emotional eating and emotional therapy. But just in general, sitting down and writing down exactly what you feel right now, like I am bored, I am anxious, I am avoiding this project, I am overwhelmed. And just like let it all spew out onto the paper for five minutes. And then if, again, at the end of it you still feel like it, go for it. Nothing wrong with it. All right, number five, take time on a Sunday or Monday, aka Today, to plan out your workouts, be as specific as you can, and maybe even plan out like three dinners. This way, again, willpower depletes throughout the day. You can avoid that decision fatigue. At the end of the day, when you get home and you're like, God oh, damn, I have to make dinner, or you get up out of bed and you're like, God oh, damn, I have a big day at work. I have to work out. And having to think about what you have to work out, or having to think about what you have to make is just extra stress on your plate that's not necessary. So take the time right now to slot in workouts, slot in specific reps, slot in specific like infographics, whatever it is, and get it done, have it ready so that you know when you roll out of bed and you're ready to do your workout, you legitimately just click on something and you see it and you're like, all right, this is what I'm doing, rather than having to make it a whole big thing, of finding a workout, figuring out what you're gonna do, figuring out how many sets, like, getting the motivation to actually do it. Like, just cut all that shiz out. Next tip is, honestly, one of the easiest ones. Learn to make healthy substitutes of your favorite snacks. Pinterest is a friggin' mine. Honestly, I lo- I'm not... Um, I'm really bad, personally, because I create recipes, but I can't recreate them because it's very much like a pinch of salt, pinch of cinnamon, pinch of whatever, and, like, literally zero exact ingredients so really bad for that but pinterest is a goldmine because they have like honestly all you have to do is type in healthy oreo cookie and they'll come up with a healthy like autoimmune paleo or like vegan or whatever your brand of healthy is it'll pop right up and they got it so um and then as you make it and you decide whether or not you like it you can also tweak the recipe I do that quite often so I'll go on Pinterest I'll find the recipe I like I'll try it a few times after I've sort of quote unquote mastered the recipe then I'll take a minute and I will just like sub things in so yeah try out different ones see which ones you like see which ones you don't like you know there's certain ingredients that I just know when I look at it and I'm like Vishnu I'm not using that I'm not doing it done over with and i won't but i when i first started making these healthy substitutes i didn't know i went out and bought pounds and pounds of xylitol because i had no idea right so it's a trial and error but again making healthy substitutes of snacks that you already love and they are your favorite thing why not it's something fun to do, a different thing, like it could be something fun for you to do with your significant other or your roommates if you're still in college or if you're still living at home with your parents, like whatever. It's something, it's like a fun bonding activity while you're cutting out the junk that's in a lot of different stuff that's on the shelves, right? And, and that way you're going to be fueling your body better, properly, you know. Anyways next move is finding activities you love to do so um something like tennis uh for me personally that's something that my husband and i actually love doing like it's it's a great activity it's a good sweat it's a good workout and on days that you don't feel like working out because you're tired or low on energy you can at least start with this Activity you love. So, if the activity you love is tennis, or um, even like golf, or just like squats, or going for a walk, whatever it is, you can start out with like five to ten minutes of that. And if at the end of the activity you're either pumped to keep sweating, keep doing things, keep whatever, then you move on to the workout you had planned for the day, or. You continue that activity. If that if it's getting a good sweat and you're like, you do you. Or if at the end of the five minutes you're like, you know what? I'm still not feeling it. I am still. Then maybe your body's just tired. And girl, you gotta listen. Okay? Anyways. And then my last tip. One of the things that we tend to miss, again, because of this whole like entertainment and media programming of what we think health and fitness is is that goals don't have to just be weight goals so once you've reached your quote-unquote weight loss or whatever goal it's time to veer into other goals in health and fitness goals that are going to keep you motivated and excited to keep going to the gym and to keep working out and to keep sweating and doing all the things so um you know something like doing a pull up or doing like running a 10k in under an hour or um, learn to do the splits. I'm personally that's one of my health and fitness goals for this year is to do the um, I mentioned in the previous podcast, I when I was my bendiest, I was able to do samokanasana, so the straddle split, but I was never able to do hanumanasana. So, um, that's something that I'm working on. So keep finding goals and things you're striving for and that'll keep you motivated in and of itself Um, just make sure it's something that's trackable to a certain extent again like you can definitely track a feeling but having a little bit more specific um, measurement for it is slightly better so unless like I guess you can also do that I mean if you take your journal and you out your feeling before and after working out every single day and um, decide on a trajectory how it's going. It's also possible. But yeah, I mean, there's lots, lots of things that we can focus on. There's like a million different health and fitness goals that have nothing to do with weight loss. They have to do with, you know, like improving your sleep. Is that something you can do? Um, Improving your heart rate, um, improving your resting body temperature. I mean, there's the, these are all episodes we're going to have to deep dive into at some point. But um, yeah, there's just so many things to cover. And there's so many goals you can make so you can set. And so just saying like I want to weigh X amount like, uh, and then being done there. Well, yeah, it could be hard. Like I don't know if, I don't know anyone that I've ever met personally that is connected to weighing 120 pounds um, what most of the time people are connected to is the feeling they get when they weigh 120 pounds or the way their clothes fit or you know like the their ability to run up and down the stairs without getting winded whatever it is so yeah those are definitely more there's definitely more goals to set other than a scale number. All right, friend, that is all I have for today's Love the Skin You're in Sweat and Yoga podcast. Again, if you have questions you'd like answered on the pod, make sure you fill out the form in the description. And legitimately, I just hope you enjoyed this. I legitimately just strive to be your like realistic health and fitness bestie. So I hope you felt that this was like a chat between you and me about staying consistent this year. And don't forget to grab the free 7-day workout guide in the description and to share this epi with someone you think might need a little BFF consistency talk. Alright, catch you next time.